0: Thanks, everybody, for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR, Naylor Taliaferro. And today, I am in the Lawn Care Nut Compound with the one, the only OG, one of the OGs, Alan Hain, how's it going?
1: Great, Nailor. Thanks for having me on, man. This is great.
0: Yeah, this is, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. I can't believe that I haven't like met you in person all this time. You know, I've been, what, like six, seven years ago, I've been following you and created my own YouTube channel, and the, the community just kind of took off. And you were kind of like, for the longest time, I wasn't even sure what really what, what your deal was. Like, you know, you, <laughs> you, you get like recommend, you know, everyone got recommended in the, in the beginning. I mean, everyone does now too, but there was only a, a handful of folks putting content out there regularly on YouTube about lawn care, and, and we would be recommended. We'd all watch Geek to Freak, right? Oh yeah, people would pop up on the side, and but. I wasn't sure if you had a business or what you were doing. I just knew that you were just you were all about the lawn, right? You're, yeah, you're a so, lawn
1: freak. And that is funny from the beginning. I was lonely because I was the only DIY guy. I was the only one talking to homeowners and DIYers and all you pro guys had real businesses that you were talking about. And I can still remember back in the day when Geek to Freak when he would sit in his truck and he'd go through YouTube on his phone. Yes. And and I would <laughs> hope YouTube that one roulette of, on yes, his phone. But I weird. would hope one of my videos would come and he would say something yes. nice about me. And one time he, he's like, Oh, lawn care and I like that guy. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> the same thing
0: happened to me. Isn't that's that so funny? awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has like their like eat the freak video moment or something. I remember that he called it like YouTube Roulette, and and he'd be like, oh, better, 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 post more if you want to yeah. get on here. And just keep scrolling. <laughs> don't be scrolling. scared now. <laughs> yeah, I'd be sitting at the quick trip with a sneaky snack. Uh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So what? But what? What got you like just. Let's start from the beginning. You know, for those who don't know who you even are and, and then we're all laughing have a good time, like who what's going on? Like I don't remember that. I wasn't paying I wasn't around, you know, six, seven years ago. Why don't you kind of start us off in the beginning of your origin story?
1: Yeah, so uh I have a YouTube channel called the Lawn Care Nut. Uh I have three hundred eighty seven thousand subscribers. I started it actually about eleven years ago, but the uh the I the impetus for that started even before that. So I'm an old true green chem lawn guy. I started at uh, Kim Lawn in 1998 in sales, and uh, as a college job, I was going to a Bible college in Northwest Indiana, studying to be a preacher, and uh, needed a job in the afternoons, and so I started selling lawn care at True Green, and that was on the south side of Chicago, and I would run leads and knock on doors, and well, that was before we did door-to-door. We just used to run leads and then telemarket people, and we ran up basically a boiler room. We'd sell um, <laughs> six applications, $30 each, Mrs. Jones. Oh, Somebody's going to call you back in five minutes, say yes three times, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, so I was doing that, but then, uh, the Bible college thing didn't work out, didn't think the preacher thing was going to work out for me. So I dropped out of college and decided I would stay with true green. And I turned that into a 15 year career. Um, uh, it, being as as time went on, there I moved up the ladder. I, I worked in operations. I was a, a marketing manager. I became a general manager, a region manager, all in Chicago, mostly, and 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 really enjoyed that. Had great mentors there. Learned a lot about lawn care and chemical costs and P and L, and and also how to how to 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 mentor and grow people. There's a lot of guys that are currently managers at True Green that were my boys. I called them way back in the day that I uh, helped get promoted. So it was a really great career, but over. Over time, I became kind of frustrated with the way we did marketing and everything. For us, was sold on price twenty nine ninety five, you know, and, and we didn't sell on our expertise or on how good of a product we delivered um, or our service. We sold on price, and that used to bother me because I knew the guys in operations that had been they they would bleed green. We would say they they knew agronomics, they knew how to take care of lawns, but it was really just all about rushing and getting as much production done as you can. And I started getting frustrated with that and and the marketing and the way the customers treat us and that. So as a little bit of an outlet in 2007, I started a blog called life and lawns and I started giving lawn tips on there. I'd basically answer questions from what I would hear during the day from customers. I would answer those questions on my blog as an anonymous person. And, uh, eventually I didn't know why, but that blog started getting 15,000 visits a month. And I was like, man, this is pretty cool. I could monetize this. So I started to, as I'm still working for True Green, but at night I would be that guy in my basement in my underwear, banging out content, (laughs) doing search engine optimization and doing these things, trying to figure out how the internet worked and how I could make money online. And I would buy courses and how to make money on your, from your laptop at the beach kind of stuff. And I went through that whole thing and but I, I truly learned search engine optimization and and not to make this too long, but I think it's important at one time, even during my understanding or learning of search engine optimization, I went into Black Hat, which was kind of trying to game Google and try to get away with ranking real high for certain search terms that you didn't necessarily earn. But during that, doing that and, and trying to game Google, I actually ended up really appreciating the Google algorithm for what it was. And so in 2010, I went what I would call legit and I started really putting into content. And this was all on my blog. So in 2000, late 2010, I sold that blog for a very large sum of money and uh, still working at true green. And I took that money. and I reinvested it in a bunch of domains. I bought all kinds of domains and I built a whole bunch of websites and started figuring out how to make money. And uh, also what I would do is I would start doing uh, SEO search engine optimization for local businesses in Crown Point, Indiana. And so I had this nice little side hustle going on. Um, And then in 2012, I got an offer because I started learning digital marketing. I got an offer from a company called Launch Digital Marketing and Dealer Inspire. They were uh, starting, it was a startup. They did digital marketing for auto dealers. And they were meeting in the library in Naperville, Illinois. And I became their ninth employee, their first vice president. I took a huge pay cut from True Green. I left after 15 years to go work for this little startup doing digital marketing. And uh, the nice thing about that was, though, now uh, I didn't have a non compete anymore. You know, True Green didn't care if I had a blog, but if I would have been on YouTube, they wouldn't have liked that. So in 2000. I went on YouTube. Now I started on YouTube a few years before that, just playing around. But Mm. in 2012, I took YouTube seriously. I took basically what my blog was and took it onto YouTube. So I worked for this company for six years and that's when YouTube started moving. The the audience started coming to YouTube. There was no DIYers on YouTube before that. Right. I was going to say what even was on YouTube at that point, cats, (laughs) cat videos. PewDiePie. (laughs) and, And I think, um, you know, uh, Just the Shaytards and that kind of prank, stuff, you know, pranks, a lot of prank like stuff. That. Yeah. There wasn't really DIY, but they, they came there eventually. And I was the recipient of most of the traffic. Cause I was the only DIY guy. Yeah. And what my YouTube was, was I was essentially teaching homeowners what I used to teach my lawn technicians. Like this is what fertilizer is. This is what the numbers on the bag mean. Here's how you mow the one third rule. You know, here's, you know, all of those things. Here's how you spray weed control. Here's how, you know, pounds on the ground, all these things. I would teach that to these DIYers, and it, and I, and it became, Uh, fairly popular. So six years I worked at that startup and six years later it was acquired and taken public for $160 million and had 600 employees. I was the ninth employee. I didn't have any equity in that company, but I learned digital marketing because we did it for auto dealers. So I learned it from the inside out. Um, Once that company sold, it kind of went corporate. And I, by this time, my YouTube channel had gotten a lot larger. This was like 2017, 18. I thought, maybe I'll just Take a run at this. Maybe I'll try to turn this into something for myself. So, I wrote an ebook and I started selling ebooks, which are basically a course how to take care of your lawn. Uh, sold 50,000 of those now. And inside that course, it tells you what fertilizer to buy. And now I've created my own line of fertilizers that then we sell through the ebook. But the thing about it is, anybody can sell fertilizer, but what I'm offering to homeowners is I'm offering them exactly how to use the fertilizer and why to use the fertilizer mm. and what results you should expect. Mm. So I'm kind of I'm kind of demystifying everything. I'm giving them all of the details. I like to say I teach them the why behind it. And right. That's what people want to know now. They don't just want to know this is what I'm supposed to throw down. They want to know why.
0: So you're selling the, like the education and the knowledge all, in addition to the product instead of them just exactly. reading the back of the bag and well I guess that's what I do and I don't exactly. know why
1: but. And the homeowner, you know, and this is a, this is this way for a lot of professionals too, you know, but for homeowners, you know, they go to a Home Depot and they look at the shelf and everything there scares them everything's going to burn their lawn in their mind and they don't know what to put down, right? (laughs) Right. Especially here in Florida where you have so many varied grass types. Um, And they don't want to talk to the guy at the end with the orange apron on because they're afraid he's going to talk down to them like their boomer dad does. Mm -hmm. So what do they do? They go online and they find this guy, the lawn care nut that's saying, oh no, it's fine. You can do this. Look, here's how you do it. Here's what those numbers mean. Here's why they mean what they mean. Here's how much of that to put down. And so I'm taking all of that out. Well, when that happens, it builds trust. And then the other thing is when people are in our ecosystem in our community, they're the cool kids now. And so they want it, people want to be part of the cool kids. They want to share that they have this knowledge that no one else has. And by the way, look at the results we got from it. Right. And so they kind of share my brand that way. So, did YouTube, um,
0: how, like, how did YouTube factor into that? Like, it seems like an evolution, obviously. And then at some point, did, did YouTube just become like a, a marketing machine for all of that once you really honed in on your products
1: and, and selling all of that? Yeah. So right now YouTube is a portion of our marketing strategy, but it's also me. Like, so this is really something I actually love. I didn't kind of mention it, but when I worked for Trueground, I actually, that's where I actually got a love for lawns. Like there's nothing like the smell in the spring, you know, when the, when the, uh, the red buds blooming and the, and the, and the sun is coming out and the gray skies are fading, like in Chicago, there's a certain scent in the air, that spring scent. I just love that stuff. That really gets me going. I love the smell of dirt. I love the smell of stinky fertilizer too. You know, <laughs> we call that smells like success. Yeah, so I'm
0: always like, oh, pre-emergent time. And
1: yeah. They're throwing it down. Exactly. <laughs> and, and there's a smell to that that reminds you of yeah. good times, you know, right. reminds you of the spring. So, so I love all of that. So I'm doing what I love, but yes, it has become, um, a very large business at this point and, um, and become something that is, is, you know, a brand that's growing for sure. Yeah.
0: And do you do you attribute it being so large because of your growth on YouTube as well? Like yeah. it seems like they've gone
1: hand in hand. Yeah, so YouTube started it. But right now, a couple of years ago, I realized that YouTube channels are just like TV shows. They're only gonna have so much, so many years or so many seasons before it's gonna decline. So, uh, a couple of years ago, I really started working hard to grow my brand outside of YouTube. So, for example, we started building our email list. We have 250,000 subscribers to my weekly email. So, I send out a weekly email every week. This is what you do in your lawn this week. Here's some tips. And we, we cater those to warm season or cool season lawns. So, we have that we built our app. Our app now has almost 80,000 users. And so we have people in the app. And then we've also worked really hard on what my original knowledge was in is search engine optimization. So our websites get, you know, tens of thousands of visits a month. And all of that is outside of YouTube, you know, cause the, the key is there's only so many people on YouTube, but there are 90 million homes and there are, those people are searching for things. And so I want to be the one to be there to find them. But the key with me is, is I have content to back it up. I'm not just some brand that's saying, come here and click and buy something. I'm saying, no, 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 come here and click and check out all of this content that we've made for you that teaches you about lawn care. And then, oh, by the way, after we've given all of this, then we're going to have a little ask in the end.
0: Awesome. Well, I want to dive in a little bit more into SEO and how you uh, worked through that for your aspect of the business, but how that can apply to any lawn and landscaper out there just for their lawn and landscape business right after this short break. Hey guys, it's LCR. Most of you know that I love me some sunglasses, right? I've been trying these Toro Eyewear Polarized Sunglasses this winter. Polarized sunglasses get rid of glare from driveways, vehicles, water, snow, and anywhere there's normally blinding glare. This is amplified over the winter seasons while we're outside working. I'm no scientist, but you guys know what I'm talking about. The sun is always more blinding in the winter. Anyway, normally polarized sunglasses bother me, but not these. So if you want to give them a try and save fifteen percent, use code Rookie by clicking the link in the show notes or going directly to their website ToroEyeWear.com. Now that's Toro, spelled T-O-R-O-E, Eyewear, not like Toro the mowing company. It's Toro Eyewear. Again, that's T-O-R-O-E. ToroEyewear.com. So go ahead and check that out. Oh, and did I mention there's a lifetime replacement warranty? If you lose them or they get stolen, they replace them. For real. So go ahead on their website and check it out. Again, that's ToroEyewear.com. T-O-R-O-E Eyewear.com. This week's five-star rating review comes from Aaron with Purple Walrus. He writes, definitely not Rick's podcast. It usually takes a few podcasts before the sound and content lineup and confidence all mesh good together, but not this one. The podcast started out with success. I really enjoy the addition to my podcast lineup. Professional already. Only complaint is when is the next one coming out because I don't want to wait. Well, thanks, Aaron. I appreciate that. I appreciate the inside jokes there with Rick's podcast there. If you guys have been listening to the Green Industry podcast, we've had some inside jokes with some different uh, comments like that about Rick's mowing and some other things. So some, some gr- good times for sure for all of us podcasters and, and listeners. So I appreciate that, Aaron, bringing that up. You can tell he's definitely been a long time listener uh, of the, the Green Industry podcast, as well as the community as a whole. So thank you for taking the time to leave that rating and review. Every week, I'm going to take a moment of gratitude to read another review. So if you haven't already, go ahead on Apple Podcasts and leave
2: your rating review. It means a lot. This is the LCR Media Podcast. Once again, here's your host, Naylor Taliaferro.
0: All right, we're back with Alan, and we were just about to start talking about SEO, search engine optimization. You said earlier that you really dug into that, kind of like in the earlier days of obviously YouTube, but also like just really the opportunities that come with SEO, search engine optimization. But how, uh, well, two things. The first thing is, I I wanted to round out your story with how, how did you get found? How did you even start getting paid by other people for SEO work? Like how did that transition happen?
1: So with that is once I gained a little knowledge, I just literally would go to like networking groups and things like that in the local area. And I would, and I, you know, I was kind of ballsy. I would present myself as, you know, I can get you ranked in Google. And that was so much different than it is now. Right. We didn't even have Google local back then. So there was no local listing or anything like that. So it was really at that point, it was about content and links. They didn't, we didn't even have websites that had to really be that good on mobile back then. So I would just really help them with content creation because content has always been king and it still is. And that's always what I'm going to say because it's the truth. So I would just help these businesses with content and then I would help them gain links to that content. And that's how we would rank. Gotcha. So now bringing that to most of our listeners
0: who probably have lawn and landscape uh, businesses, they may not. There's still a lot of people that don't even know what SEO is. That's why I said search engine optimization, and and or they do. They've heard it like a buzzword, like know your numbers, but they might not necessarily really know what benefit that is to them. So can you maybe? break it down for those that have no idea how important even know what SEO is, or if they do, they don't know how important it even is for their business.
1: Mm-hmm. So essentially, um, and I may not be up on all of the terminology so much because of the world that I'm in, but essentially, uh, SEO is three things, three base things. It's first of all, your website, your website has to deliver a clean user experience and it has to be fast and it has to work on all platforms, especially nowadays mobile first. Yeah. So if your website doesn't show up well on mobile, it's it's you're not you're going to be penalized for the most part. You have to understand that when somebody is typically searching on a desktop, they are doing research. But when somebody is on their phone, they are looking to take an action. They're looking to push the call now and, and put in a lead button. So you definitely want mobile first. The second thing is then the content on your website. The content has to tell the humans and Google's algorithm what you're about, what you do, why you do it, where you do it, how you do it, what makes you better, what are your uh, key selling points for your business, and that type of thing. And then the third piece are the links to your website. So links that would be authoritative. So just think about if we're all in this room, there's 10 people here and someone walks in and says, who in this room knows about search engine optimization? And everyone pointed to me, that person's gonna talk to me because all of the links in the room are pointing to you. So you wanna have those links. The most important link is, is that Google local listing because that is a verified point that says you're a legit business. That's why they mail you a postcard, you know, so you have to verify that, Hey, this is an actual business. So that is number one. And then the second Links nowadays are the reviews that are on that listing because the reviews not only tell the humans, hey, this is a great business, this is what they've done, but when Google gets those reviews, they're usually done on a mobile phone. Google's going to extract all of the information from that phone, where that person's been, what their habits are. Now, they're not going to share that with you, but All of that comes along with it. So let's say that we're here in Lakewood Ranch, Florida. If you're a lawn care service in Lakewood Ranch, and that's where you service, and a lot of your reviews are coming off of phones that are in Lakewood Ranch, Florida— Well, that tells Google, wow, this is really relevant. These guys are relevant to Lakewood Ranch. Uh, And there's a lot of other information that comes off of these phones that Google uses in the background. And I mean, just use Google Maps and look at all of the information that you're given while you're driving and realize that all of that comes along with those reviews. Um, And then they even rank people. You'll see people are like certified reviewers, they're they're top reviewers and things like that. Google ranks those people. So uh, I definitely recommend getting lots of reviews right on Your mobile phone. So I think that's really the basics of SEO nowadays. Then the second piece is just mentions. So while I talked about links, those are physical things. It's called a hyperlink. It's the blue text, you know, that you see the words matter. You know, like if, if somebody linked from like, say the local chamber of commerce linked to me from their business page and it said best Lakewood ranch lawn care service. That's kind of old school called boilerplating. But <laughs> if that's what it did, those words actually mean something as well as the source that it comes from, the local chamber of commerce. Right. But nowadays it's really about mentions. You know, overall it's about, we would call this reach and frequency. If we were talking about radio advertising or TV, you know, you got to buy so many spots so you get reach and frequency. That's old school. Reach and frequency now is having people mention you online. So for example, if you did a great job and somebody shares on Facebook with all their friends, so Naylor's Lawn Care Service just killed it for me today. They were so awesome. Look at how great my lawn is. That's a mention that goes out into space. That is tracked. That is seen. And so it can happen on Twitter. It can happen on Facebook. It can happen, you know, in a lot of different places. You want to get your business talked about. This is why it's important to be involved in your community other than just your business, because right. it gets you mentioned in different places. Right hundred
0: percent. And, you know, uh, Frank uh, here in the background was asking, you know, where how did I know about these pod decks that we're going to uh, play with at the end here? And from SEO, because they knew that they could market to me. I got some ads on Instagram and I clicked on, I was like, oh, I just started a podcast. Let's look into these, you know, a couple months ago and and here, here I have them. So that's a
1: Textbook right there, SEO, search engine optimization. So yeah, these days that's so for paid type ads that gets into a little bit more of the weeds in that. But nowadays they have these the uh, the platforms are so dialed in that you can you can really you won't waste a ton of money if you don't put a lot in. They'll dial it in for you pretty well and they'll hit you. I mean anybody can do what is called retargeting. If somebody's looking to do basics of paid marketing. So everything we've talked about so far would be organic, free stuff you can do, you know, just word of mouth type thing. But if you wanted to get into the paid game, the number one thing you should do is what's called retargeting or remarketing. And what you do there is you're going to put a, it's called a pixel, but you're going to put this on your website. It's something in the back end. and Facebook retargeting is something that's very popular. And basically what that means is everybody that visits your website, once they go to Facebook, now your ads are going to show up In their stream. So you've, if you, all of us have had this happen because they know that you You were on on that website, website, right? right. So you get a little piece of real estate there and you're, you want to say something. I mean, I I say things like, Hey, you were on our website. Did we help you? Okay. yeah. Can we help you more? Did you, I mean, I say stuff like that or I'll offer them something for free, download our free pre-emergent guide or whatever, Right. uh, sign up for our free email, but you're trying to get that person to stay engaged with you through touches And that's very inexpensive because you're so relevant. Facebook knows, yeah, they were on the site. I'm not going to charge these guys a lot for this ad, for this click, because they are relevant. And they brought them to our platform. They sure did. And so we want to keep them there. We want everybody to be friendly here. So that's called retargeting. That is the first place that I would invest. Because again, not everybody that comes to your website converts. So we talk about what we call conversion rates. We can get really crazy if you want. Um, But basically, you know. I know a lot about that from retail management days. Exactly. You have to watch that, that, right? And you can actually change your conversion just by moving a button. You know, things like that. So. Uh, That's website optimization. But one of the ways to increase conversion is just keeping top of mind, keeping in front of somebody. And that's so much cheaper than running radio or TV. Right. Multiple touches, too. What what is there? Some old marketing thing, like uh, seven
0: touches or whatever That was
1: old direct mail. They would say you had, at least that's what we used to think. You know, you got to get in front of them seven times before they're going to take action. Right. You know, but a direct mail piece, I mean, what's that cost you? That's crazy, right?
0: Yeah. But now the the whole world is so different now with the different types of advertising you do online and SEO. Yeah. So what... What are some ways someone that's like, like, what is, what are they even talking about? How do I even get started? What, is there any kind of resources that they can go to, to get started with any of this that we talked about?
1: Yeah. So I don't have, I don't know of anywhere, again, because I deal in DIY. So I'm a little bit out of touch with like where to go to learn these things. Right. I just like talking about it. And and (laughs) (laughs) so I really do. I wish I could say, go sign up for this course, but I just, I'm I'm out of it. I just do it for myself now, pretty much. So, I mean, I can talk to you all day about what I would do if I was starting a brand new business, where I would go, what I would do. But as far as like where to go learn it, I don't necessarily know. Yeah.
0: Is there, is there anywhere that people can contact you or reach out to you that that, you would want? <laughs>
1: no, I don't want to get back into consulting. No, yeah. I did it for the auto business for a long time and yeah. that that wore me out pretty good. I yeah. love auto dealers, but they're they're not easy to work with. Yeah, so. <laughs> I hear you. So 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 the pro- the products is, is what what you're for the
0: and the marketing for your products and everything else.
1: Yeah, the key is I'll tell you is every business nowadays is a content business you have to look at yourself that way I understand you mow lawns you squirt your fur you know whatever you do but you are a content business that is what you are your business is your content because it's the internet now used to be you'd leave a flyer on the door and it would generate phone calls it doesn't work that way anymore if you do leave flyers which I still think is a great way to get your information out there but people are going to look online for you and they're not going to go ww.allen Paul's greatest lawn care service in the world.com they're just going to search for For you, And what's going to come up? Sure. Your website's going to come up. Your Instagram's going to come up your Facebook places where you were mentioned. Well, you need to have those things alive. Those things need to have content on them. The worst thing that can happen is if some, you leave a hundred door challenge, you leave a hundred flyers and somebody goes to search for your business. They find your Facebook page and you haven't updated since 2017. That is, that makes your business look dead. I've had that happen multiple times where I walk away because I'm like, they're not alive. I don't even know if they're in business anymore. Yeah, so exactly. you got to keep these things updated and moving. And by the way, we're in such a visual business. I mean, I- Striping a lawn is the easiest thing to get a ton of views on to get a ton of shares. Absolutely. It looks great. You did it. If you're a fertilizer company, you know, put that edge guard down when you're next to the neighbor and drop a couple extra, you know, grains of nitrogen. Maybe spray a little uh, iron on the on the side there so that your lawn is darker than theirs. We call that lawn domination. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. put that picture up. Me, them, you know, throw your flags all the way down. Right. Know? Those things are fun. Those get shared. By the way, I would love to see a professional business because our DIYers do it all the time time. Yeah. I mean, they're savage, man. Right. They would, they love to show their domination, right? right. It's like our, it's our alpha, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's just how we are. So maybe cause I'm short and I'm compensating for something, but, <laughs> but that's just how we work. Right. I would right. love to see professionals start doing that. Look at how much better that guy, that guy over there's a DIYer. look at me blowing them away. You know, I just right. think that's cool. That's awesome. So what, where, what are your goals now? Like, where are you going from here? So essentially, you know, there's two things. People, I, I got this asked yesterday. My friend Connor Ward was here, and he asked me, "You know, now that I've turned this into a business, do I still love it as much?" And I do. My my very favorite times right now are when I sit down to write my weekly email. Because I'm, I am picture the people opening, the, my DIY people, my, my, av- my audience is a 35-year-old dude uh, that just bought a house and he's working on his lawn. I picture him and he's going to open my email and what is he going to get out of that? How is he going to be able to take action today from that email? Those are my most favorite times are writing that content. Uh, and then my second most favorite times are like my podcast and uh, when I'm doing content that way, answering questions, helping people. I tell people I'm essentially like a 10th grade teacher. I teach the same subject every single year. It's just a new class. And that's very true. Now, a lot of my folks hang around. I love it. I have people that hang year after year after year. But for the most part, we get a lot of new people in every year. And, you know, the season starts over and I'm teaching the same subject, but I try to make it fresh. So that's that's really where I 'm at, and that's what I love, and that 's what is never going to change about me is that teaching aspect. Uh, but as we move forward, i 'm just going to use technology to make it easier to reach people, okay. and so that 's why I say we're essentially a technology company, our app. Currently, like I said, it, it shows people what to do and when to do it. But we have a soil test, a custom soil test now that we're going imp- to that can be imported into the app, which can inform the app on which fertilizer to buy based on the soil test results. We also have people they can measure their lawn so they know exactly how many bags to buy, and then of course it tells them when to put it down. And then the final piece will go to auto ship. So we're working towards that because I really want to make it so it's plug and play for folks that they can just plug in, they can get what they what they need, but they feel good about what they're getting, and they're getting some education behind it.
0: Awesome. And where, where can people um, get more information about the products and all this that you're
1: doing? Yeah. So our site is yardmastery.com, yardmastery, or you can search The Lawn Care Nut on YouTube. We also have the website, thelawncarenut.com. You can find me on my podcast, which is called Lawns Across America, or of course, the, the YouTube channel is The Lawn Care Nut, and that's where I do my weekly show.
0: Awesome, uh, one, one, one last thing before we move on to the pod deck. So you, we're here in Florida right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we're like the Tampa 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 area, Tampa Bay, right? yep. Tampa Bay area. But you were you were mentioned in the beginning. You were in Chicago, then you were in Indiana. If I'm not correct, that's where you really started that lawn care nut domination on YouTube. Laying down in the grass and everything, yep. and having the uh, the the camera up in like your attic window or something. I remember, and you're laying down those double wide stripes with the push mower. I'm like, this guy, man, he's he's killing it over here. Um, and and now you're in. Florida. So what, where, how'd that all happen?
1: So I was actually born and raised in St. Petersburg, which oh, is okay. right over here. Yeah. And so uh, I joined the U.S. Air Force in 1993, and that took me to California. And then ultimately I ended up in Northwest Indiana to go to Bible College after I got out of the Air Force. So that's how I ended up. Northwest Indiana is literally outside of Chicago. It's a yeah. suburb. So Crown Point, Indiana is where I lived. Uh, so that's how I ended up there and stayed there, uh, got married, I uh, had kids there and everything else. And then uh, four years ago, I decided and my wife was good with that because <laughs> we loved Indiana. I don't want to ever say anything bad about Indiana, the Midwest, Chicago. I love that area. Right. Uh, I just can't handle the gray skies in the winter. Yeah. And the cold isn't what it gets me. It's the gray skies. Yeah, the just, lack of sun. Just and tore me down. And, yeah. yeah. So I was like, we got to go home, baby. And she was like, let's do it. So four years ago, <laughs> right. we moved back home and, and never looked, ever you never since. never looked back. Yeah. Right? Right? I mean, I'm home. The flip so. flops. You couldn't do that in yeah, Indiana. <laughs> I, this year, we got um, down in the thirties I had to find my winter flip-flops for the first time so
0: no what are those they got like 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 a little fuzzy on them yeah that's
1: that's it it. (laughs) they're my ug flops (laughs) your
0: ug flops nice all right well let's uh let's end off with these pod decks here and see if we can uh come up with some fun little questions just to kind of keep it lighthearted. all right let me uh let me shuffle these these are crispy crispy cards so I want to make sure that we get a good shuffle there we go all right so just go ahead and pick any any card any card.
1: What would be your best day ever? Nice. <laughs> this is easy because I get to experience this quite often. Really? Uh, yeah, you're supposed to say something about your family, right, or whatever. But no, for me, my best day ever is when I get to mow the grass at the Freedom Factory, which is the racetrack where I installed the in 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 the infield. Oh. And uh, nice. I get to go out there and. Uh, Pull out my my Toro <laughs> Titan and nice. uh, put on a podcast. Just lay it and lay just it down. mow. It's a hundred thousand square feet. Wow! Yeah, so That's I love awesome. my family too, though. Don't get me wrong. <laughs>
0: Here you are. Right. Go for another right.
1: one. What's one bad habit you're trying to get rid of? Oh man eating ice cream after dinner at night. Oh, so that's like all the wrong things there. I mean, I'm five foot eight. I'm shaped like a bowling pin as it is. And so eating ice cream just makes it a lot worse. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Nice. All right. That's good. Rapid fire there. Let's do one more. All right. If you had to teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? That's so one. you'd think I would say uh lawn care, but actually I really love marine biology because growing up here in Florida, I love our ecosystems here. Um, I love the the Gulf. We're not on the ocean. People always say that we're on the Gulf. I love the Gulf Coast. I love everything about that. So I would love to teach a class on marine biology. Nice.
0: Well, thank you, Alan, for your time here and showing us around your facility. And, and it, I mean, you truly are inspirational. And for those of us that have been following along this entire time, Uh, or at least not 11 years ago, but when we found you like six or seven years ago, I mean, it's, it's been a great story and, you know, meeting up at the GIE, even though we never were able to bump into each other, but I'm glad I finally got to meet you in person and hang out with you for a little bit. We're going to go do some fishing tomorrow. So that's exciting
1: to Uh, get on the flats. Thanks, Naylor. I hope we can have another GIE here soon and get together. And I miss that's to me, that's like meeting all old friends, you know, so I'm really hoping we can, we can do that soon. Yeah,
0: for sure. Well, thanks again. And um, oh, and also, if you guys want to take a tour of the facility, you can check that out on my YouTube channel at LCR and you can see the whole walkthrough. We'll see you guys on the next one. Hey, guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe,
2: it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.